Hi guys and welcome to a new podcast in a new episode of Center for Digital Marketing and Communication. This is a podcast where I talk to people from marketing advertising industry and they share their journey, their lives, how they have changed, how what all they have learned and I try to find as much insights as possible. And today uh, since I'm talking about insights I have the insight guy uh, Paul who comes from a strategy background and I think insight is is one of the most abused word Uh, currently in marketing and everybody <laughs> uses that word so since i also use this word uh, uh, welcome paul to to the podcast thank you abhishek thank you so much for having me so so paul uh, uh, why don't you tell our listeners uh, about yourself what you do and and what you have been doing and uh, tell us your story and when i say uh, give us your story i i always uh, ask uh, uh, all people who come to my podcast to give us Uh, a small uh, they can also add some masala into it so it it sounds like a bollywood story so if you want to go in that format that is also fine <laughs> with me well uh, if you were talking to my counterpart the creative officer maybe the masala would come through hmm. uh, i'm just a, a simple uh, planning and strategic guy so hmm. i'll try to keep it down to the facts hmm. but yeah uh, currently uh, i'm the chief strategy officer at tilt uh, Uh, i've had an interesting journey so far hmm. uh basically if you kind of look at my career 20 odd years you can as of now kind of split it down the middle so i spent a good uh 7 to 8 years uh in the it and technologies uh domain hmm. and uh, the rest of it has been uh advertising and marketing uh, hmm. primarily led by digital of course Hmm. Uh, and that's kind of where my career is. So yes, I've I worked as a business analyst at Satyam. Uh, I was one of the founding members of a dot com that got funded hmm. called StayaKalaka.com, uh, which was the yellow pages on talent. Uh, hmm. Pretty interesting idea in those years. Hmm. Uh, from there, I've worked as a SAP functional consultant for a garment hmm. manufacturing and export house out of Delhi. Hmm. And uh, well, to be honest, my journey with advertising. Hmm. Uh, and uh, hands-on marketing uh, started at Lintas somewhere hmm. around 2007, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a lovely uh, uh, a lovely journey uh, post that and uh, post 2007. Uh, I've primarily uh, held a, a planning a planner and a stra- marketing strategist role uh, in the digital marketing space. Uh, I have dabbled with business and the role of a business head uh, mm. in a few uh, professional relationships, mm. and uh, well, I think uh, life's come back to full circle. Uh, I'm back with uh, Tilt, which basically leads in a big way, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the new way of looking at solutioning for brands, mm. you know, mm. in this. Uh, you know this internet of things and a world is digitized so i like where uh, tilt is as a company right now and of mm. course the people uh, we are all excellent as most mm. of us mm. and uh, as i was mentioning to you previously uh, i give, i think lintas has a, the biggest hand to play in my career development and my learnings when it comes to advertising and marketing great great so paul and and uh, uh, correct me if i'm wrong advertising in fact i was talking to some young students yesterday last night we were doing a webinar and somebody was asking that if i am not from advertising domain if i am not from marketing domain 
do you think I will succeed? And I said that I think this is the only uh, industry which which accepts people who are not from the industry. And in fact, we like to work with people who are not from the industry so that they don't have that set standard. They don't have those set mindset. So tell me about yours. So you spoke about you work with Satyam. You 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 were from the IT field. Do you remember that last incident or that or maybe that first incident? in which you decided to get into advertising and, and how did you feel when you when you came from a completely like like a newcomer like an outsider into the industry how, how, what was your feeling so are you talking about my first early experience first, yes, as an outsider yes. into yes. advertising yes yes oh, awesome there are so many i mean but uh, to be fair uh, i think uh, the first thing that i kind of uh, learned uh, uh, you know, while I always came from the more functional space, right? And for me, mm. it was, uh, like I told you, I kind of uh, came into Lintas uh, mm. as a tech delivery head. Mm. Uh, I came into Lintas to basically, uh, at Lintas in those days was uh, starting to build out and find its feet in the digital uh, marketing stroke digital solution space. Okay. Uh, okay. Early days. And of course, at that time, uh, this was all pre-Facebook. Uh, we were just right. about... Uh, I mean, we were coming into Facebook, I guess we were just about out of Orkut. Uh, so, uh, so in those days, it was, the conversations were primarily about websites, let's be mm, honest. Mm, mm. Uh, you know, everything was about what kind of website can I design? Mm. Uh, and the whole focus at that time was brochure about how it looked. Mm. Uh, these are of course pre UI UX days as well, uh, uh, as a formal uh, uh, approach. Mm. But what I definitely uh, had to get used to because mm. Lintas, although it was visionary and started out in my opinion as one of the earlier players mm. in the digital uh, marketing and communication space. Mm. Uh, the whole question was very interesting is like, you know, so people used to ask me like, what do I do? Mm. And uh, I kind of tell them that I'm on the tech side and, you know, I'm mm. partnering the teams, you know, for the brands in mm. terms of what can we do on digital, uh, you know, the websites, how can we make websites more interesting and engaging? Mm. And the first reaction I should get, so, uh, so what are you doing here? Mm. And, and that was something that I had to kind of explain to them, you know, because although they call, I'm sure the question was uh, genuine and there was no, uh, you know, there was no uh, satire in it. Mm. But that was the, the initial days. I mean, I spent a good six to six months to a year, just explaining to people at Lintas what it is I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's, you know, something that I definitely remember as a strong takeout while I entered mm-hmm. uh, into, uh, you know, the advertising marketing world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So from, from a tech delivery to a strategy, how, how was the journey? How is the journey has been? I mean, what, what have you learned in, in, in so many different fields in the last few years? Wow. I, uh, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, not just my career, but also my, my role has been serendipitous, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, again, uh, uh, I came from a business analyst, uh, application, software, uh, ERP system world. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, when I was trying to find... From the, out, from the non-glamorous world, world of advertising, or, or from the dad side of, of the... Well, of I like to refer, there's a lot of, there's a lot of grammar, uh, glamour. Uh, uh, on that side of the world, you know, cracking it means different things, right? Huh, huh. Uh, in the ad world, cracking it is that that insight or that great uh, uh, articulation of a thought. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. in technology, cracking it is making sure that, hey, this is a more efficient way 
to get this login done. The Obviously, real execution is happening in the in the tech world. Exactly. So, <laughs> so cracking it, yeah. it has the CMI on both sides of the fence, I guess. Hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, to be more honest, uh, I think uh, the way I uh, came into uh, strategy and planning is I think the agency looked at me and said, "So you're a techie. That means you have to be analytics." Hmm. And uh, well, that was right. Uh, hmm. So they said that you're not going to cut it creatively. But you know, maybe strategic planning and brand planning, comms planning, that's something that you should look at. And mm. like I said, Lintas is an institution mm. and mm. Uh, they had these, uh, they had these complete frameworks, right? Uh, in fact, uh, I was part of the uh, problem bias uh, framework 2.0 uh, rollout mm. Asia, which mm. we did in India. Mm. And we had gone to, uh, uh, North Point, which is mm. where uh, the, uh, the rest of the people came and we did this entire one week workshop. It was fantastic. Mm. And to be mm. fair, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm proud to say that uh, Linta has basically made me the strategic planner that I am. So, so as we, as we move into, into the deeper discussions, Paul, uh, what are some of the myths about the industry, which, which you would like to burst right away before? We get into deeper conversation. What, what do you think? I mean, when, when people look at advertising, marketing, they, they see all glamour, everything is good. Uh, what, what are those myths which you'd like to burst right away before? Three mm. So, I mean, uh, if I'm talking to uh, people who are uh, aspiring to join this field, mm. uh, and of course, I mean, uh, the way we look at it is that and like any other business, it's hard work. I mean, mm. is there glamour to it? Mm. Uh, of course there is mm. as a business overall. Mm. Uh, but then again, like any other business or any other industry, there are, uh, there are various players and various roles within that business or within that industry. And uh, if it's glamour that you seek, I think creative is the space you need to be primarily. Mm. Uh, planning and account management is more like the engine under the hood. Mm. Mm. So uh, there's a lot of joy and there is a lot of, uh, uh, you know, appreciation of what mm. you do. And I mean, we kind of hopefully drive uh, uh, the narrative. We drive uh, uh, the mm. brand's conversation with consumers, for example. Mm. We, brand, we drive what brands stand for. But mm. uh, if you're looking at it from a lens of the glamour, then of course, it's what, uh, what do you see, right? The mm. executed the last mile of that entire process. Right. And yes, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, we always say that uh, our creative teams are the stars. And mm. rightfully so, actually. Mm. Uh, all we do is basically dig up numbers and truths and facts. And perhaps if you're lucky, an insight okay. or two. Mm. But yeah, what they do with it is magic. And I think rightfully so. The uh, If you're on the creative side of things in the business, it's definitely a glamorous job. Uh, but I, I think... Hope this, this answer helps to a lot of aspirants who want to get into that. You have to work hard. Just by seeing Madman, you won't become a, a marketer or, or uh, an agency owner. You need to work extremely hard for doing it. No, very true. Very true. Uh, but at the same time, I would say, uh, like, in any, like in any business or in any hmm. industry, hmm. you need to be able to dream. And if hmm. Madman is what, uh, uh, you know, keys you up, so hmm. be it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just be ready that yeah at the end of the day it's and I'm sure the kids these days they're far more clued in focused and uh, 
you know they they clearer in terms of their life goals and how they want to get there i think yeah yeah compared to Completely. when we were kids yes. at days yes. yeah so i think uh, i think they're all in a good space and yeah go for it so so paul uh, uh, name some i mean and i'm sure you have worked with uh, bigger names in marketing whether it is from the client side or from the agency side whose work do you admire in in marketing and advertising domain and and what is the reason for that oh wow <laughs> um that's a great question and uh, or maybe if you want to add some story or if if you can explain this with 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 some incident that can also be uh, uh, you know we can also learn from that as well no so i mean uh, see there two there are multiple ways to answer this and if you ask me uh, from the lens of you know uh, whose work i admire right mm-hmm. i mean uh, so of course you have uh, you have the great leaders right you have the uh, the steve jobs of the world and i mean mm-hmm. i respect uh, his impact mm-hmm. and his way of uh, building his brand and mm-hmm. you know the way he marketed it was mm-hmm. truly truly refreshing mm-hmm. and uh, i mean he would always be uh, for me a benchmark and really an inspiration right mm-hmm. but then you know if i look at it broad based and i don't want to really get into specifics of people i work with mm-hmm. uh, but if you ask me truly who i think and you know perhaps not too many people see it that way but i think mahatma gandhi is one of the best Mm. marketers yeah mm. you know i mean if you and i genuinely believe that i mean uh, if you look at the challenge that he was up against mm. You know, mm. and from that challenge to kind of move into a space of what he achieved in mm. what uh uh it serves me right what like 1930 to 1947 is where the action was mostly mm. so that's what 17 years in 17 years he technically took an idea packaged it got people to buy into it mm. i mean we had uh, we had a, uh, i mean if you treat it as a brand at that time that movement you had your you had everything from your baseline which was let's say your ahimsa or your satyagraha mm. or your swaraj mm. which is like a baseline for me like it's a brand credo right so to your symbols right i mean mm. whether it was the khadi whether it was the spinning wheel i mean he had his so he had his brand uh credo and brand promise bang on he had his <laughs> brand iconography bang on and the way he rallied the masses yaar so yeah. if you look at if you look at uh uh let's talk about activation marketing right i mean the much bada activation marketing life mein tha hi nahi kabhi so you know the salt march and yeah. so you know i i mean each to his own but mm. if you ask me honestly i mm. I I look at Mahatma Gandhi as one of the most awesome marketers, wow. you know, and that's where I get a lot of my inspiration. I mean, he achieved what he achieved, which had an impact, yeah. Yeah. like you know, way beyond. I mean, we still stuck selling products and services. We, that's I an think, interesting marketer's name. I I've never realized this, but I think yeah, if I think deep dive into this, I think this is this is the right answer as well. So so I'm I'm assuming your your favorite book on marketing is is not the book by Mahatma Gandhi. Well, no. Always <laughs> <laughs> experiments with truth is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, my if you ask me what one of my favorite marketing books, I mean, yeah, I mean you leave all the uh, the quote on quote, uh, you know, all the traditional marketing authors, and there are and they all great in their own way. Okay. But I think a book that made a lot of impact, hmm. I could say quite earlier on in my, or let's say in the 
you know, as marketeer strategists, you have to have a philosophy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, and therefore, just like a creative person and the stalwarts in the industry, they all have a certain signature mm. in terms of their creativity. Mm. I think mm. marketeers and strategists as well, uh, you know, not too many people uh, kind of call that out, uh, mm. but uh, they do. And I think one of the books that have had a good, imp uh, a profound impact on me actually, and even changed uh, a lot of ways in which I approach my uh, marketing strategy or the way I approached a brand mm. uh, uh, strategy was uh, Simon Sinek. Yeah. So yeah. I think he mm. exactly, mm. exactly, mm. exactly. So start with why was I think if you still ask me, I think although I've learned a lot from various other books, but start mm. with why is something that really has molded uh, a large chunk in the way I think and I approach uh, brand and communication problems. Interesting. So, so Paul, since you're talking about start with why any any brands which you think I mean uh, I've I've read about it and I have seen some like people say airbnb is based on this and apple is based on this philosophy any indian brands which which are based on start with why or or you would like to give an example of, of a brand which is which which works on the core philosophy of, of this started with why and then they have grown to yeah so we do have uh, we, there are brands which have uh, the purpose very clear in terms of their brand proposition hmm. and in terms of their brand promise so the one that comes to me in a big way right uh, hmm. It's Chroma, for example. Okay. So Chroma's basically uh, brand promise was that we help you buy. Hmm. Hmm. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, it clearly demonstrates a brand that has a clear and uh, uh, strong defined purpose and why. It's basically, I mean, if you look at that, it, they come from a space of, hmm. we're not selling you functionality. Hmm. We're not selling you specs. Hmm. We're selling you usage. Okay. And don't look at us as retailers, but look at us as uh, uh, someone who's going to uh, educate, uh, guide, uh, advise. And uh, I mean, th there are brands. So I mean, for me, uh, Chroma is one that kind of uh, comes up, you know, at the drop of a hat. Mm. But uh, I mean, yeah, the thing I'll be very honest, and this is something that uh, uh, what I feel is that uh, while there might be multiple more brands and, uh, mm. who basically have strong demonstrated purposes, mm. uh, I just feel that in India, and it's not just about India. I mean, mm. let's look at the world around. I mean, over the last 10 years, 15 years, there are, there are fewer and fewer iconic brands in my mm. opinion. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the iconic brands that we allude to are ones that have been, have set their foundation, you know, mm. 10, 15, 20 years ago. Of course, there are the younger brands, the tech brands. I mean, we have the Ubers of the world. We have Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, we have all of those brands as well and they made their mark, no doubt. Uh, right. But all I'm trying to say, there are fewer of them. Okay. Okay. And so, that's exactly why I think uh, Simon Sinek of uh, Start With Why, right? right. Uh, I think that's purely what's kind of uh, got me and I really believe there's a lot of merit in it because we live in a world of, you know, too many similar services, too many mm. similar products, right. too many similar, uh, uh, you know, promises, mm. you know, everything mm. is down to functional. And so, I think since you said too many similar, I, I would also like to add too many similar LinkedIn profiles. So I, so I was just analyzing one day and I really don't know who had created this, this single sentence, which, which said something that, uh, 
I have, and I mean, I don't even remember that that language, and I could see at least forty or fifty CVs which I had received. Everybody had the same language. Like people are not even taking time to put their LinkedIn profile, just copy and pasting pasting it as well. So yeah, I know. So all I'm saying is that, and yeah. I think it's also, I think it's a great time, therefore, for you know, advertisers and marketers to kind of relook at, mm. you know, the whole uh, the approach in terms of mm. how they build brands to how they. Uh, engage with consumers i think that's where uh, the focus should be right you know, it's right. not just about putting out a film it's not mm-hmm. just about putting out a campaign mm-hmm. and then you know people talk about it and then it's a it's kind of a you know one it wonder and then we move on and right. i i think that's where you know uh, i mean look at brands like even titan with a signature tune yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. It stays. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that if you pick up examples such as those, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Dagache hai was something that kind of mm-hmm. resonated for quite a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very relevant. And clearly, yeah. these brands, uh, you know, they kind of cut, cut through with the purpose that they mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Share the Load right now, it's, it's yeah. super exciting, yeah? Yeah. Uh, they, they picked up on something that has, has, has you know, Depth as well as breadth. Mm. And I'm just saying that uh, if I can kind of search for these kind of brands and these kind of narratives mm. and have mm. consistency and uh, longevity, right. I always believe that a great brand with great purpose can have, uh, you know, sustained longevity of that message, which we don't get to see too much with, you know, with lots of lots of brands today. It's like, you know, this campaign, one message, next campaign, something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's kind of how I'd like to answer that question to you. Sure, sure. So, so uh, uh, Paul, you mentioned about Uber and Amazons of the world, which, which are, uh, you know, one of the leading brands and in, in the kind of communication they are doing, the, the way they are uh, talking. Uh, which are your favorite brands whom, whom you think uh, in, the fi- in the last 10 to 15 years have leveraged the power of marketing? And, and and the whole brands are, are built only on maybe uh, uh, marketing as one of their core principles or one of their core pillars. So, I think uh, the way I'd like to answer that is, I mean, there, there are lots of brands which have done great amount of work and have been relevant across mm. multiple categories. BFSI, mm. SLAK, FMCT, uh, mm. Automobile. I mean, everyone's, I mean, there are clear market leaders there in terms of, you know, not just marketing, but even brands. Mm. But the ones that I uh, have immense respect for mm. are the ones that perhaps are either low involvement or transactional or mm. functional mm. in terms of product mm. or service. And when they kind of make a connect with the consumer, mm. uh, I, I think those brands really uh, are my pet. Uh, mm. So my favorites, if you want to call it that. And mm. so the ones I think have done great work who have kind of done that, I think Fevicol, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you take something as simple as glue and adhesive. Yeah. And you make it something that kind of resonates, uh, you know, and makes it personal. Mm. Uh, you know, probably think, one of those rare cases when, when a B2B brand is, is, is known to every customer. Like you ask, Kis kender Fevicol hi lagaya gaya yeah. nahi lagaya gaya. No, exactly. So yeah, I mean, but if you look at... Uh, I mean, yeah, but uh, Fevicol uh, and then of course with Fevicol. So it's B2B, it's yeah. B2C. Yeah. That apart, I just think that, you know, the way they've kind of nurtured that story, the way they've kind of built on it, 
Hmm. And the way they have taken it, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's glue, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but but look at the kind of uh, you know engagement, the kind of talkability, the kind of conversations it drives, hmm. uh, the kind of thoughts it triggers. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, Fevicol, if you want to call top of the head, Fevicol is a great brand for me. Hmm. Uh, but there are others. I mean, uh, I've liked, I, I've honestly liked what Cadbury's done over the years. Hmm. Not just in India, but abroad as well. Hmm. Hmm. It's another nice, uh, uh, for me, what I like to call a human brand, right? Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> they've, been, they've done some immense work. Uh, really like their work uh, as well. And then, of course, uh, I like what Ariel is doing right now. Uh, so, uh, I was a big fan of Idea. And I mean, yeah, you can say I'm biased a little because I'm excellent as. <laughs> but not true. I mean, I think Idea was fantastic, you know. And Idea can change yeah. your life. It was a great, great thought. Yeah. And again, like I said, the best litmus test of a great idea is the longevity of that idea, right? Mm-hmm. And the relevance of that idea. So yeah. I think uh, an idea can change your life was a fantastic, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, piece of work, a fantastic thought. And it really I remember there was some tune as well. Now I can't recall, but I think there was some. When I listen, when I when I heard about idea, there was some some sonic tune which was jingle which was also was created. Yeah, so they, 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 yeah. there was the tune. Yes, you're right. Uh, but I think over and above, it was just the, the consistency and the, the consistency of the message and the uniqueness of every message hmm. uh, for each campaign, right? Hmm. So hmm. I think that that was uh, a work of art genius. Uh, hmm. I love that. Uh, hmm. So yeah, I mean, Fevicol, I mean, you, I mean, they could be, they are so many more. Hmm. But yeah, for me, Fevicol, I mean, look at Amul, yeah, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Amul's great. I mean, hmm. Amul, Amul figured out trend marketing even before the concept yeah. of like, whether this was called is, is trend jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, look at them. No, they, in yeah. so many ways, they pioneered the whole, yeah. the whole yeah. fact of trend marketing and they still lead with it and they still yeah. keep asset. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Amul, yeah, that's another one. Throw it in there. Great, great. So amazing conversations happening, guys, with, with Paul. So those who are listening to this podcast, keep tuned to it as I'll be I'll be trying to, to get more insights and more information from Paul uh, as much as I can in the next few minutes. So, so Paul, my next question to you, uh, as you explained to us about your journey from, from IT to, uh, to advertising, to planning, uh, and then to brand planning uh, uh, in the last few years, uh, what are a few qualities which, which you would recommend to our students uh, about which, which every marketer must possess if they want to build a successful career? Wow. I'm by no means an expert on, <laughs> on, on telling people what to do. But yeah, I can, what I can, what I could suggest mm. is that A, uh, you know, keep learning. Mm. For me, that's step one. Mm. Mm. You know, keep learning. I mean, our line and our work yeah. is, you know, the more you're exposed to culture, to society, to... Mm. Uh, to popular culture, to, hmm. I mean, uh, absorb, be a sponge. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's uh, definitely what I've benefited from. Hmm. Uh, uh, besides knowledge and absorption of, you know, experiences, uh, I would also say that uh, be true to the craft, right? Hmm. So spend time understanding. I mean, without getting into... Uh, 
without getting into uh, you know specifics but i see a lot of uh, the young enthusiastic and i really lo- i love the enthusiasm and the passion in which you know the uh, you know the the 21 year olds the interns that are joining in cumbit and uh, i love the passion i love their freshness to thinking and sometimes they you know like they say right kids say the darnest things mm. so sometimes a simple thought of theirs can trigger something beautiful and big and i have had the personal privilege of experiencing those moments but mm. what i believe is that uh, a lot of these kids uh, you know they kind of study mm. without learning mm. if you know what i mean so the whole idea is i would say that be true uh, you know true to the knowledge uh, mm. i am not blessed personally to have gone to a b school mm. but for those who do uh you know basically don't forget your fund- fundamentals come with mm. your fundamentals there is reason they are called fundamentals mm. and uh, you know uh, when you get into the workforce especially if you're getting into comms marketing advertising mm. keep your fundamentals in place yeah and build off that okay there's no there's no magic science i mean learn learn deep uh, keep them at the back of everything that you do mm. uh and i think yeah you should be in good stead because i mean a lot of these people who are coming from your b schools or whether people are coming from mass media mm. uh, they've had the fortune to they've got better teachers they've got more exposure they uh, you know they've got teachers who are now equipped uh, they've got professors who come with hands on practical knowledge so mm. learn and then i'm saying learn and apply but yeah that's yeah. kind of what i would kind of think and of course uh, keeping curious yeah yeah it's the last thing be curious yeah. question ask uh, you know have conversation with seniors and uh, you know seniors are out there especially in our industry i think yes. as opposed to it mm-hmm. where everyone's so caught up in their own code mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the advertising marketing world is where you get great mentors yeah, yeah. you get people who spend time discuss uh, if you're not between uh, fighting for campaign deadlines and uh that kind of stuff uh, yeah. you find great mentors i've been fortunate to have uh, quite a few mm-hmm. and that's so, talk, so talking about mentors uh, paul who who have been your mentors and and if you remember any advice which they gave you at the initial stages of your career which you still follow and which has impacted your whole career please uh, share it, it with so, us oh gosh if i call out his name he is never going to forgive me but uh i yeah i'd like to take this moment to really thank uh, arun raman actually from lentas okay and, uh, when i was this techy uh, trying to masquerade as a planner mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> or rather you know mm. finding my feet in that uh, the whole world of uh, mm. you know marketing strat and com strat and brand planning mm. and mm. all pretty new i mean i think arun raman uh, uh, really showed me the ropes uh, in mm. his own way in his own mm. distinct style Hmm. so he wasn't very good at let's sit and start he wasn't very he didn't have a very academic approach to hmm. his mentoring it was more of he would push me a brief hmm. tell me what i or ask me what i think and then debate and most often than not prove me wrong and hmm. i think that if it was not for him and his approach and the time that he took out hmm. uh i would have got to where i've gotten it would have taken me a little longer i mm. think he made that journey faster and more enjoyable mm. so yeah arun raman from lintas is 
definitely somebody I'd always give credit to as being a great mentor to me. Hmm. Hmm. Amazing uh, uh, talks happening with with Paul guys. So uh, keep tuned to it. And now as as we move uh, uh, towards the end of of our podcast. Uh, I have few few questions uh, for you, Paul. So uh, this again is 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 a question which has been debating, and I know since you come from uh, from the digital background, I wanted to get your views as well. I mean, a lot of people say that you know traditional marketing is is gonna die, print is gonna die, or radio is dying, or TV is already dead. Uh, what what do you think? Is there a space for for a coexistence of of both the offline and online worlds as well? Uh, obviously. Uh, see, it's it's not one versus the other. It is hmm. one and the other. Hmm. I mean, that's what we clearly, clearly believe. So even hmm. at Tilt, uh, uh, what differentiation we bring uh, hmm. is clearly this: uh, the philosophy of you know what we like to call one brand, many stories, right? Hmm. And this one brand, many stories. We we don't believe there is one homogeneous. Uh, 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 hmm. engagement or one just one film or just hmm. one hmm. engagement we don't hmm. believe that we believe that there is a brand message there is a brand hmm. uh, point of view hmm. now given the medium hmm. and i'd like to call it through the line hmm. and we have this approach so at again at tilt we have this uh, uh, the strategic framework called the comms genome hmm. the comms genome is nothing but basically where we look at the target audience not as one homogeneous set again we hmm. look at it in terms of individual cohorts right hmm. people within that target audience which have specific needs maybe they have the requirement of their product or service is there hmm. but their need state might be different hmm. one and two uh, we have different touch points right in this journey of evaluation today hmm. and everything is not necessarily digital i mean even the age old word of mouth Hmm. The traditional word of mouth is still important. Hmm. Hmm. You know the touch and feel uh, mindset more so in India, perhaps hmm. lesser abroad, uh, but uh, it's still there. So therefore, hmm. uh, you know your let's what we call I I hate using this word, but offline and online, right? Hmm. So, so I mean the need for physical interaction, the need for physical experiences is always going to be there. Hmm. Always. Okay, and uh, we cannot deny that. But yes, what we are saying is that while that happens, digital is going to play a larger role. That is true. Digital is going to play a larger role. It is being able to market in a digitized world, right? Mm. So your way of evaluation. So, mm. for example, uh, you know, barring a few, the mm. need for a test drive experience is never going to go away, right? In the automobile. Yeah. 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 So we can't say that the offline uh, is going to die. Mm, mm. Now, whether we, so I'm giving experiences as one example. You asked mm. a specific question of TV, print, mm, mm. Uh, radio. Mm. I mean, for crying out loud, technically we are doing a radio show. Mm, mm. So I just think it's about how these mediums are going to be used mm. as opposed to that they are going to die. Mm. So I think there's going to be innovation in this. Uh, the need is definitely there. I definitely do not see the death of TV. In fact, uh, mm. television uh, consumption is on the up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, we are cutting off the, uh, you know, the 
what they used to call TV. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. so way, what people are consuming on TV is changing. The method in which they are doing, but but the audience is still there. They are still facing a big screen, and they still prefer uh, viewing a lot of content, uh, mm-hmm. not just entertainment on a larger screen. Yeah. So, so Paul Sinsky spoke about about the 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 new style of TV, and when you look at the Netflix and the OTT platform of, of the world, don't you think that I mean, obviously there is no ads into it. So how how do you think that brands will evolve to because most of the time would be spent on on these OTT platforms? How do you think brands would evolve in in getting in these sessions as well? So. So firstly, of course, there is uh, the whole thing about. you know what kind of subscription uh, so it's not that uh, a to be fair at least not yet uh, it's mm. not an ad free world yet on the mm. 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 ads are still there uh, uh, whether you see them as a display banner as a pre roll uh, as a in film break you have all of these mm. uh, youtube uh, versus youtube premium right mm. so uh, so having said that what i definitely believe is that uh, brands themselves are becoming content providers right Mm. brands themselves are doing content over and above uh, a film right or a product demo mm. and brands are finding very very interesting ways to basically be relevant mm. uh, in let's say video content mm. and we are only looking at video content as one aspect right there is also other kinds of content so okay. if you look at uh, let's say uh, airbnb mm. now airbnb is kind of technically getting into content um, you know which is completely in line and sync but they are doing great content which is being consumed in terms of let's say travel mm, mm. and they are commissioning content as right. well so right. i see brands you know moving uh, into the ott world by becoming content creators in a large way mm. uh, becoming relevant thereby in that manner mm. uh, sponsorships obviously is the other way to go mm. so yeah they will be sponsoring all kinds of activities and we are not just talking about the marquee ones hmm hmm uh, we could have you know digital only kind of engagements quiz programs the hmm. opportunities are you know only limited by your imagination hmm. so hmm. so i mean i i'm sure that brands will adapt brands will uh, keep finding innovative ways to be relevant in these spaces okay great paul so so now as as we move to the end of of our podcast i have to hypothetical questions for you so question number 1 is uh, if if uh, you could go back in time in a time machine uh, any time during your life your career where would you go and what changes would you make and in the same time machine if you could go ahead uh, uh, where do you see yourself and and what you would be doing in the next few years hmm okay so <laughs> if i had to go back in a time machine and change something uh uh perhaps or you want buy satyam shares kya <laughs> <laughs> well big uh, profit that wouldn't get me given the state of affairs perhaps that would not have got me very far either <laughs> but what i would uh, i think honestly if you ask me that the opportunity that i think uh, i would have focused on achieving somehow mm. uh, irrespective of the barriers that i had in the mm. past uh, mm. would be education yeah Mm. i mean i would i think if i would have had the good fortune to be able to do a, a join a b school i mm. think i would have uh, learned immensely from that and i would have got a lot of value out of that mm. so uh, not that i'm grumbling uh, mm. i think life's a great teacher as well yeah and i think uh, 
my varied experiences and i think sheer hard work you are a beastful in yourself man kind of compensates for it but <laughs> but no so if there's one thing that you would ask me that i could sure. go back and change sure in sure. my journey sure getting here would be perhaps studying a little more hmm. as well as for the question of what do i see going forward hmm. wow uh, it's your time machine you can go anywhere wherever you want <laughs> no well i'll be i'll be very honest i mean uh, i think that i don't need a time machine i think uh, hmm. i can already see it and and i think that's where i want to be is where hmm. you know brands uh, hmm. are more genuine right and if you look at even the millennial audiences and all the surveys that we we uh, gone through hmm. that, hmm. you know society and consumers themselves are looking for brands with more meaning right hmm. over hmm. and above just a great hmm. product okay you know and i think that that's super exciting hmm. and uh, i think yeah and I'm, i think i uh, i allude to that uh, uh, you know while we were discussing in, uh, in this conversation hmm. i think the world needs more iconic brands yeah hmm. i think uh, you know and and my my belief is that going forward you know it's going to be the corporate world that's going to take on the bigger uh, uh more important discussions and actions you know in terms of climate in terms of social equality uh, i mean i think brands are going to be the harbingers of these you know uh, these things mm. so i think uh, while government does and flip flops and have their own agendas mm. i think great brands uh, you know brands are going to become more and more important to us not just as a product or a solution provider they're going to hopefully impact our lives in a far more important way and that's what i see in the future great great paul and uh, uh, with, with this question we'll end this podcast uh, thank you for coming on on this podcast and uh, giving us your time uh, i think this has helped us, us a lot uh, and i'm sure people who listen to this podcast will also understand the journey and and uh, how how you can also get into advertising and into great work here hey i hope i hope uh, i hope there was value uh, had a great time talking to you abhishek uh, and we should catch up and uh, continue this discussion uh, sure. over chai or whatever your uh, virtual chai poison is virtual yeah. chai <laughs> definitely but thank you so much abhishek for the opportunity and taking the time yeah. thank you paul so paul if if uh, the viewers uh, would like to get in touch with you how can they where can they find you and how can they get in touch with you well i'm on social media right so linkedin is the best place look me sure. up uh, sure. drop me a message and uh, i'm happy to uh, you know Uh, get in touch and talk yeah great great thank you paul thank you again for coming on this podcast and guys thank you for listening to this podcast i'll be back next week with a new guest and you can follow me at uh, abhishek singh rajpurohit or digital micropreneur on facebook and instagram thank you all and have a good day